Welcome to the latest episode of our podcast series for financial advisors. Today's episode is an industry update, why working from home may be one of wealth management's biggest game changers. I'm Mindy Diamond, and this is Mindy Diamond on Independence. This podcast is available on our website, diamond-consultants.com and on advisorhub.com, as well as Apple Podcasts and other major podcast platforms. If you are not already a subscriber and want to be notified of new show releases, please subscribe right on your favorite podcast platform or on the episode page on our website. And if you find the content in this series to be useful and know others who could benefit from it, feel free to share it widely. We are recording this episode in the last week of September, some six months into the COVID-19 pandemic. Had someone told me in March when all this started that we would still be here a half a year later and counting, I don't think I would have believed you. Throughout this time, each and every one of us has had to adapt to a new normal, which is probably an understatement, and there is still no telling how our world will change permanently into the future. But perhaps the biggest change foisted upon us all, particularly in the wealth management industry, has been working from home. As Barron's put it in a recent article, when the year started, WFH was a somewhat familiar but not quite common acronym. Today, it's become a part of our lexicon. Because according to a new survey by Broadridge Financial Solutions, and as recently reported by On Wall Street, nearly 60% of advisors are still working from home, and 27% are either unsure about getting back to the office or have no plan to do so. While plenty of advisors have always preferred working remotely for one reason or another, still the vast majority would have chosen to office together because the accountability, community, and collaboration that naturally occurs when advisors and their teams are all under one roof always outweighed the benefits of not having to commute. But this pandemic has accelerated many trends that were just in the making before March of this year and working from home is likely not an exception. The reality is that working from home has its pros and cons. To be sure, most leaders of the big brokerage firms believe that it's particularly hard to maintain cohesion and corporate culture if their staff work from home. And I imagine tracking accountability is another thing they're concerned about. How can they be sure? that their employees are working up to their full potential. But the beauty of being a financial advisor is that an advisor has the ability to largely control his own destiny, no matter where he practices. And in most cases, he can choose whether to work from an office or remotely or a combination of the two. I've spoken with many advisors in the past months during the pandemic about how being forced to work from home has impacted their ability to serve clients, manage their teams, be productive, and grow their businesses. And as you can imagine, the responses have been all over the map. And I want to just add one thing here. Being forced to work from home because there is a pandemic and a national mandate to quarantine is different than your firm 
making it impossible or disallowing you to go to the office. And at this stage of the game, while many states have opened, still there are firms that are mandating that an advisor can't be back in his office, even if he needs to pick something up for five minutes. The problem with that speaks to a lack of control, which is something we hear about a lot. But beyond that, Some advisors feel that the biggest drawback of working from home is that many elements of in-person interactions with clients and team members just can't be replicated over Zoom. And I have to agree with that to some degree. But a good number of the advisors I've spoken with since the pandemic began report that the ideal scenario would be to have the choice. That is, to be able to work remotely as often as circumstances allowed, but to also be able to go into their office to get their weekly dose of camaraderie and what many see as a welcome respite from the chaos that being at home with other family members at all times might bring. We are often asked about movement during this current work-from-home environment. And here's what's really interesting about it. Movement is extremely active. You probably don't need me to tell you that. All you have to do is read any trade publication and you see it for yourself. Teams of all sizes are moving between firms or moving from one firm toward the independent landscape. Just in the last few weeks, the headlines included a $3.3 billion Merrill team that joined Morgan, a $1.1 billion UBS team that moved to Raymond James, and a $500 million Morgan Stanley team that moved to Rockefeller Capital Management. And trust me, that's just the tip of the iceberg. But there were some observations about working from home that advisors have shared with us that are currently driving change and will likely to continue to do so. I want to share them with you now. One, advisors have had more time to be self-reflective. So what does that mean? It means that they are looking at their businesses and their firms through a new lens, perhaps the lens of crisis, but more time at home, more quietude, if you will, gives them the opportunity to really sort of evaluate the status quo from an arm's length without the daily mayhem of commuting and running at all times. That ability to take stock of the support their firm has provided, the tech stack that serves them, how they've been enabled to work remotely, their ability to communicate creatively with clients, their ability to grow their businesses in an unimpeded way, and to assess the value they're deriving from their firm overall are all the things that advisors are telling us they've had more time to reflect on of late. Secondly, with almost no exception, every advisor tells us they haven't missed a beat. They've been hugely productive, and they and their team members are happy working from home. Three, they have more privacy. So that's something I've observed, is that the fact that these folks are working from home, or at least working from home more than they ever were before, gives them the opportunity to have conversations, whether it be with people like me as a recruiter or representatives of firms or models themselves in a place where the walls don't have ears. And that just sort of frees movement, if you will. Four, if these advisors were to leave their firm, it's harder to distribute accounts to other advisors. Five, It's easier to reach clients if an advisor were to leave because clients are more home and more available. And six, 
and this has been a big one, many advisors tell us that running their businesses from home has been a great trial run for independence. In fact, I'll tell you a story. My team moved a team of advisors from UBS in Pittsburgh earlier this year, probably eh, third or fourth month into the pandemic, to independence. This is a team that was in the shoot, if you will. They were well into their due diligence process. They were already pretty sure they were going to leave UBS and go independent. But still, the nagging concern that always plagued them in the back of their minds is would our clients follow? From the beginning of the pandemic, though, they reported they've had an enormous opportunity to build deeper relationships based upon trust with clients. Clients are home. They were able to add more value for them. And when they moved to go independent, they moved 100% of their clients with them. That's not to say that they wouldn't have had they moved any other time, but it is to say that they moved with less stress themselves and more certainty, feeling more certain. So those advisors who might have been intrigued by what independence had to offer, but leery of their ability to manage without the support of a branch manager, tell us that they never realized how self-sufficient they really were. As a result, the number of advisors coming to the table now wanting to explore the independent space has really accelerated. And for independent business owners, meaning those that are already independent, the vast majority report that things have gone really well. They may miss the in-person interactions with clients and staff support, but many of them had already been at least a partially virtual firm in the past, and so they've simply accelerated what already was and enjoy the flexibility to be as productive in the office as out. I especially like what Rob Francis, who's the CEO of mega independent firm Aspirient on the West Coast, said in a recent interview with Barron's about the pandemic and working from home. The pandemic really pushed forward so many trends that were happening already, including working from home. The risk, though, is burnout. The boundaries get blurred. What's cool is as an independent firm, you have the ability to control how you can creatively combat that risk and help the firm you've built to continue to thrive. Asperient has embraced a number of new initiatives like flex time for employees, executive committee home sites instead of off sites, and greater reliance on digital marketing to attract prospects. Yet, when it comes to what the real game changer was in this work from home world, it was a convergence of technology and personal contact. As Bob Mulholland, former head of UBS's Wealth Management Advisor Group and current member of the Steward Partners Board of Directors shared in an interview for an upcoming episode, the reality is that six months ago, few advisors ever considered using Zoom to contact their clients. But technology enabled advisors throughout the pandemic to not just keep up with clients, but to actually increase to -to face-to-face contact in many cases, albeit virtually, and in the process have strengthened client relationships. And to be able to do that during a time of quarantine is actually astounding. So I guess here's the bottom line. As firms begin to bring their employees back to the offices, many advisors will be thrilled to get back to a more normal work life. But I think that a good percentage of folks will demand a more flexible working arrangement on a permanent basis. They've lived it and see the potential, 
and it's hard to unsee what you've already seen. And when they aren't able to get the amount of flexibility, freedom, and control they want as employees at a brokerage firm, the diaspora toward independence will likely accelerate even more. It's a trend I promise you we'll continue to keep a close eye on. So until next time, I thank you for listening. And I encourage you to visit our website, diamond-consultants.com, and click on the tools and resources link for valuable content. You'll also find a link to subscribe for regular updates to the series. And if you're not a recipient of our weekly email, Perspectives for Advisors, click on the blog link to browse recent articles. These written pieces are an ideal way to stay informed about what's going on in the wealth management space without expending the energy that full-on exploration requires. Feel free to email or call me if you have specific questions. I can be reached at 908-879-1002 or by cell at 973-476-8578 or by email at mdiamond at diamond-consultants.com. Please note that all requests are handled with complete discretion and confidentiality. And again, if you enjoyed this episode, feel free to share it with a colleague who might benefit from its content. And a special thanks to advisorhub.com for sharing this podcast with their viewers and subscribers. This is Mindy Diamond on Independence.